Hi, I'm Mike Maloney, and welcome to another CSRM podcast. Today's episode is hosted by Dr. Greg Linville. Well, hello, and welcome to another CSRM podcast. We are continuing on with our special called uh, The Reflections of Reach, The Reach Reflections. We're, we're talking about what Reach is all about. We're reflecting on how it came to be. And we're encouraging you to check it out March 28th and 29th. It's in Houston, Texas. And before I go any further, please hop on over to the reachgathering.org. Reachgathering.org, all the information and all the registration links can be found right there. I'm joined again with Dr. Greg Linville of CSRM and Bob Schindler of Seed Sports and Tim Conrad, Dr. Tim Conrad of Uncharted Watered Sports. And um we, we started a conversation last time with the question, well, okay, we kind of know what REACH is. We talked about how it's a gathering, not just a conference, and what it means that it is a gathering. And then we started to answer the question, well, who is it for? Well, I want to open that back up. Uh, Greg, tell us in your mind, who should come to REACH and why? Well, one of the most uh, group, that one of the subgroups within us that is often felt left out are the women. Uh, The sports ministry has been predominantly male uh, as sports has been uh, in the more historic. Those that are a little younger may not really um, understand that as well, but it still has been fairly male oriented. And I, I have found that the women that come to reach may find as much affirmation and and inspiration as anybody there. And also, if you're a church planter, that using the methodologies of sport, rec, and fitness, using that strategy is really helpful. And Dan, you might even be able to speak to that a little bit, but because uh, you're intimately involved in that. But also senior pastors. This is not just for the paid staff person who's a sports or rec minister or the volunteer, the volunteer who we call local church missionaries. Um, But it is for the, it's for the senior pastor. I got to tell you that one of the best experiences I ever had was when I was on the staff of a church as, as the sports minister and my senior pastor said to me, I want to go to the conference with you. And that was one of the old, old ISC, SOA kind of conferences. And he and I spent three days together and we bonded and he got what was happening like never before. And it was out of that, that then that church moved from a little grade school sized gymnasium to a 40 acre plot of land where they envisioned the entire sports ministry. And so senior pastors, I think this would be a great place and great time. We often have a senior pastor who's one of our main session speakers. We, we, we try to incorporate this as much as possible. So it, it, it really is for a lot of different people. And I don't know, maybe Tim or Bob, maybe there's other groups that you think might benefit from coming. 
Well, we, we, before COVID had also a significant number of people that came from out of the country. Um, and then unfortunately COVID shut that down. But interestingly enough, this year in particular, we're seeing uh, a move back from our international uh, co-labors. So right now I already know of uh, somebody, some folks from England, from Africa, from South America and, um, and Europe, Sweden that are, that have already registered and are planning to come. So uh, it's encouraging to see that, which, adds to the uh, that broader picture of the movement that I, we're talking about, that we see that God's not just working in the United States in sports ministry. He's working all around the world through the through sports ministry and churches. And, and uh, it's just exciting to see the very different forms that might be in, in some of these other countries as well, but that, that where we can learn from each other significantly. So that's another piece of, of who, who might be, uh, would be interested in, and, and would benefit from coming. And let me piggyback on that, Bob, because every year we kind of focus uh, a, a gift and prayer time for somebody in the international community. Last year, the world was focused on Ukraine, so were we. And we were sitting around in the tables, and we were getting this report. We saw it up on the screen, and we saw the videos and the pictures of what was going on and how they had set aside six weeks of morning and evening, kind of like the Uncharted Waters model, 12 different times that they were going to do these camps for these kids who bombs are going off all around them and are trying to do some normalcy for them. And while that was going on, Bob, Tim, I don't know if you heard this story, but while that was going on, one of the guys at this one round table, the six or eight people at the table, the phone rings and he looks at it. He walks out. And he comes back in, and what had transpired was that he was he had just gotten a call from somebody from the Ukraine that he had he had talked with he had he had been part of with a short term mission trip that he went on to the Ukraine like a year or two ago, and it's a young woman who was absolutely distraught and in tears and weeping because her family had just been killed in this war, mm-hmm. and she didn't know what else to do she couldn't she 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 called this guy who had done this mission trip and he said and he said you won't believe this he says hold on he brought his phone back in and he showed her the screens and she could see what we were talking about she could hear that and then the tables were asked to pray and he held the phone as as the as the people on that that table prayed for the ukraine wow, wow. and he went back out and and she said, what is going on? And he said, and it was like three in the morning, her time that she called. And, and, wow. she, and she said, who are these people that care about my country? Who are these wow. people that are praying for us? That's what happens at REACH. Mm-hmm. And, and that international unity that we have that very few people experience. I mean, we pray for each other. We give money. We we do these short-term mission trips. We we have churches that partner up. Reach enables all of this. Greg, I think you you hit on a couple of different things there that as we consider the different networks that may be listening to this podcast or watching it. So we have Seed Sports and Uncharted Waters and CSRM and our own networks. And so we're all kind of sponsoring this. 
And so different people may come across this. I, I love that you mentioned church planters, our international focus, senior pastors. Um, I think that's a great opportunity. If, if you are serious about making disciples and seeing your church grow and you're a senior pastor and you come across this somehow, you should consider this because this could be an untapped resource for your community, not just your church. And so I, I love the, the, the broad spectrum of the who, uh, not only for who's listening to this, but who could come and benefit from this. Greg, you're exactly right on planting a church. That could be a great way to plant a church, starting with a sports ministry. I have a guy at our church plant who's interested. And, and by looking at me for watching this, you probably could tell I'm interested in this too. Um, he's a bodybuilder. That's that's not who I am. But anyway, so he's got a special gift for that and passion, and he loves discipleship. And so I'm working with him like, hey, who can you disciple through bodybuilding? And can you disciple me? Because I need to get some guns. Yeah, but uh, uh, there, there's opportunity. So if if you're listening to this and whatever network, as we're all kind of connected and partnering together here, consider coming. Um, I want to kind of transition because we've talked, I think, a lot about who and, and really what REACH is. Um, man, I, I'd love to hear your hearts as it, as it is today. What's the structure of REACH? Let's say someone is listening to this and they want to come, but they kind of want to know, okay, it's it's two days in March. You know, depending on, on where you live, you can come get some nice weather. And I believe the final four is happening around that time too. But what should I expect when I do come to reach? What's it like? What's the schedule? So men fire away. What's what, what yeah, happens? I'll, start, I'll, I'll just kick it off again. Uh, well, Bob, just before you go, the NCAA planned that around us, I think. <laughs> Didn't so they we, ask us when, where, where and we, we were meeting? Yeah. Uh, we begin uh, first thing on Tuesday morning, 830. Actually, there's some. There's some uh, pre-stuff going on. If you want to do some exercising uh, during that early morning, um, you can do that. Debbie Brown's going to be leading some of that. Uh, we're going to, and then during that day, that first day, we'll have an introduction and a vision casting and a little bit of a orientation to the day. We'll, you'll pair up and pray with some people about the day, those that are in regional uh, proximity to you. And then we'll, we'll break into uh, we're, uh, breakout sessions for a couple of those in, in the afternoon. There'll be a main session, um, on, on Tuesday night, there'll be some worship throughout the day. And then there's in the middle of the afternoon, a pretty significant amount of free time. And we'll be having a lots of activities for guys and ladies to play basketball, pickleball. Uh, there's a bowling alley there. We're going to have some structured stuff and some unstructured stuff so that, We'll have some competitions and fun, and yet at the same time, if you just want to hang out, there'll be hangout time. And then, uh, and then also that night, we'll have uh, some uh, a. We're actually going to have a bonfire, I believe, even though it's uh, on the grounds of the church, and we'll have some testimony time and prayer for each other, and and possibly an international focus. That's one of the times we do that. That's on Tuesday. Then Wednesday morning, we have a really uh, unique thing that we've entitled Wrestling at Reach. And each year we, we, we pick a topic that we think is um, something that sports rec and fitness leaders are, are, are wrestling with. And we want in that uh, spirit, and Greg may talk more about that, uh, about in the spirit of competition, 
to address that. Then uh, that's a that's almost all the morning. Then we'll then we'll also break out again into uh, sessions in the afternoon, and then we'll close with the main session that evening. And so, and again, with some free time, there'll be another block of free time in the afternoon. So you'll have lots of opportunity to connect both organically and in a structured way. You'll have times to get to get that equipping in those breakout sessions, and then we have worship and main sessions to inspire and affirm. Yeah, and, and part of what goes on then is we have our main sessions that Bob's shared with you about that we have some worship. We have we typically do the inspiration, affirmation parts there. The, we talk about things that will relate to almost everybody in the crowd. And then our tracks uh, are more specific. And so if you're if you're interested in a specific area, even things like martial arts, you know, we have some just very specific things that that you can take part in you don't have to stay in a track you can jump around uh, but it the tracks are there for those that are really trying to to do certain things and attracting certain things um, so there's there's typically anywhere from four to six sessions like that that are the seminars and workshops and that wrestling of reach is is as Bob said, trying to grab something that affects everybody. But but just to give you the past couple of years, we talked about the the new definitions of human sexuality and gender and how that's impacting. And we talked about Lord's Day issues and we've talked about different things. And this year we're going to be focusing on the word competition uh, for the local church. How much is too much? How much is not enough? And trying to find a way to help people understand competition theologically and biblically. And you start with that and then get into the sport. Because most people think sport and competition, same thing. No, competition, business, uh, politics, economics, all that. But sport is one part of that. But the biblical basis for that and the theological, how do we how do we think about those things? And are we supposed to have really high competition at the youth level, at the adult level? And so it'll be that wrestling at reach, we try to really grab hold of some things at a deeper level. And maybe even uh, some people might say we're even arguing a little bit. But um, that's our theology of competition in a nutshell. We're going to challenge each other to get it right. Tim, any, any yeah, correction? If, you, if you'd like to see the actual schedule, you can go to, to reachgathering.org and there's a tab up at the top that says schedule and you can look at more specifically about that. Most of the people, by the way, also will be coming in on Monday night because if you're going to be there early Tuesday, uh, Tuesday morning, it would be um, advantageous to do that. There, there will be some pre-reach gatherings that evening as well as on Thursday morning for those that stick around on Thursday morning. So we book in reach, although they're not official reach meetings that we book in those with more informal ways to connect and, and provide for additional help in, in these four ideas that we have of connecting and affirming and inspiring and equipping. I'd love to kind of open it up, uh, Dr. Conrad. I'll start with 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 you here. Um, 
as you reflect upon REACH, the, the history of it, your participation, even your own leading as a foundational partner, is there a, a favorite track, a favorite workshop, favorite main session that kind of comes to mind, favorite wrestling with REACH, yeah. anything that was impactful uh, for you over the years, either as somebody who was participating or leading something? I think that'd be kind of a, a fun thing for us to to have a conversation about. What what was it? There was a session at Memphis yeah. that this guy did um, out of, uh, I think it was Hebrews 11 and those that are not worthy of this world or something like that. I think that was probably one he's going to mention. I'm guessing. <laughs> not sure. I just, I just, I, love that, the- Tim. I remember. That's, That's unbelievable. Good. That's really That's unbelievable good. that somebody remembers something because <laughs> memory was actually a, a main session that Tim did it in 2000. Yeah. Four, uh, 16 in, in Memphis. So that was a uh, very, yeah. I, I just love that phrase, not worthy of this world. I think that's just a great phrase, really. Yeah. And you did a great job that day uh, leading us in that, in that passage, Tim. Yeah. I was going to say just, you know, the key thing you got to make sure, Dan, is that Greg doesn't put you at like the seven o'clock session in the morning on the Thursday and then say, Hey, got you. I think, what are you talking about? There was two people there. (laughs) (laughs) That would be hard, (laughs) but no, it's uh, it, 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 the things that come to mind. And when you ask that question is the, the wrestling actually, to be honest, and that's a, a current one actually for us. We didn't have that at the beginning. And so when when we did the Lord's Day, I was involved with a uh, student in a master's program who helped be the the antithesis of Greg's. You know, Greg's been the, the number one guy for Lord's Day, Lord's Day, Lord's Day. And you know what? Actually, some of us actually are starting to think like him. It's really scary. And so the point is that the prayers are the, answered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, that wrestling aspect of things. I remember sitting in the audience, of course, when this was going on on the stage and there was a lot of people that sat there and they, they didn't, they didn't connect. It was like, Oh yeah. So, (laughs) and I'm thinking to myself, if you haven't dealt with this and you're just sitting there like, Oh yeah, I don't know why we're doing this. I just thought, wow, how diverse is the crowd that comes to us? And, and there, there are going to be people that are so passionate, and there's, and they're going to say, "Well, if you're only re- think my way, you know, <laughs> that that'll be right." And uh, and then there's others that are just like, "Yeah, we're we're here, it's good." And so the the reach goals of reaching everyone at a place where they're at is a uh, is a fascinating thing. And Greg's tried to do that with eighty four different sessions you know in two days and, and so we we obviously wrestle with the right things and i think over this amount of time we have come to a good pattern when bob described that pattern i thought no oh, that's interesting that those solid two days who can give you two solid days that's all you got to give and it could change the way you think and uh I, and so- can i add some to that dan too because um my favorite is not any particular session necessarily. My favorite is just hearing how God uses that time to impact different people and often in very different ways. Yeah. 
It, it might have been a conversation that they had around the campfire or around or around a yeah. meal, and yeah. they really connected and they and they've continued to talk since then. It might have been a track session that they went to and they really got in, you know equipped during that time. It might have been somebody said, no, man, that message and that main session, it might have been the worship. It might have even been, and what I'm sharing with you is public, but a young lady came to Dallas who'd been in the movement for over 10 years, and she actually, on Wednesday night, made a decision to trust Christ. Wow. And so one of the privileges that I think we have is just to be able to, for, for, prepare an environment where God can work. And then I, we just get to watch him do things that over, over the years, he's done it in different ways, which I love. It's not any one particular thing he does. It's not any one particular person. Yeah. It's yeah. all kinds of, and that's the way the body of Christ to me is supposed to be operating. So that's my favorite part of reach. And sometimes piggyback on that, Bob, sometimes um, I, I shuddered even to mention this, that it comes outside of of the meetings. Oh, absolutely. Because last year, during one of the main sessions, a guy grabbed me and we went and sat and overlooked the Chesapeake Bay sunset wow. and had this incredible connection while the main session was going on. Unfortunately, he was supposed to be speaking then. No, but, 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 uh, <laughs> But sometimes it's just beyond. I hope you enjoyed your time uh, serving at Reach, Greg. And this will be when when we get your resignation out. Yeah, but I mean, sometimes it's outside of the. You're exactly right. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, I think I think we said the phrase uh, at one of the previous podcasts, and you know, there's no one who understands what you're going through like those who are doing what you do. So. Men, women, uh, if you're a college student considering this as a career path or as a calling, um, this is a great opportunity for you to come and to to sit under some of these teachings that that we mentioned here, but to also have these conversations, to build your network, and uh, just to have someone who can put their arm around you and to say, hey, I I get it. I'm with you. I want to encourage you. Let's develop a bond or a partnership which is how REACH came into being, which is fantastic. We talked about in one of our previous uh, episodes, how it kind of morphed into what it is now because of like-minded sports ministries coming together. So unfortunately, I'm going to have to end this session, but we'll pick it up in the next session next week in our next podcast. We just encourage you again to go to reachgathering.org to get more information about the REACH Gathering happening March 28th and 29th. You can also check out seedsports.org and unchartedwaterdsports.org, along with CSRM. All of us are partnering together with this series of podcasts as we reflect upon reach. That's all the time we have for today. We'll see you next time. Take care. The CSRM Podcast is a production of CSRM and their production house, Overwhelming Victory. Dr. Greg Lindell is the executive producer, and Scott Stedman is the associate producer and editor. To learn more about CSRM, visit csrm.org. For more information about overwhelming victory, visit overwhelmingvictory.org. 
The CSRM Podcast is the flagship member of the podcast network, Overwhelming Victory Radio. For more information on Overwhelming Victory Radio or to listen to our partner podcasts, visit overwhelmingvictory.org backslash OV radio. For CSRM Podcasts, I'm Mike Maloney. Have a blessed day.